Ray laughing through towards the during the intro, man. What's going on, my man Ray? Laughing during during the intro. Yeah, nah, you gotta, gotta stop. To you, you gotta dog. stop laughing, dude. <laughs> hey, anyway, you are listening to the Urban Sports Scene. Uh, we are also part of Amphire Media. That's Amphiremedia.com. I'm Wole and I'm joined by my co-host Ray Jeezy. What's going on, Ray? Hey, all is well, my friend. It's it's early for me for NBA season. I feel like oh, after the World Series is over, I can get into basketball. Right now, it's, it's still football, baseball, wow. uh, uh, playoff baseball. Mm-hmm. And then closer to Christmas, you know, is when the NBA started to get really popping. It's everybody the, says, man. The, the open the open night can be good, but your Lakers mm-hmm. got blown out last night. I was like, well, they probably wasn't enjoying that. I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll just say this much. I mean, first of all, let me let me uh talk about the elephant, the big elephant, or whatever the elephant in the room, whatever you want to call it. Uh, my man, the homie uh Bashar Brilliant wasn't able to make the show. I, oh, I we put that right. we put that out there, uh schedules, schedule conflict and whatnot, but hopefully we'll have him on um next week. But back to what Ray's talking about the Lakers. Um like the Nuggets, just a better team, bro. We're gonna talk about it, but they're just a better team. Everyone is they get they they look at the Lakers, they look at the brand, and they get excited about it. You know, oh, they're gonna go to a championship. Their favorites to beat their favorites, one of the favorites to come out the West. But you saw like this one team that just plays uh, organized basketball the right way. Uh, they play it. They, they it flows. Everybody touches the basketball. And another team, they have D'Angelo Russell, who's just – I don't know why they decided to resign that dude. It is what it is. I don't want to go into it because we got a basketball segment to, to kind of tackle all that. But, yeah, I watched that game. I was highly pissed off. I won't lie to you. I was cussing. I was in the gym watching it, and I couldn't really concentrate. Then I left the gym and I watched it, and I was like, this this has to pass. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, let's get uh, – real quick, let's get into the particulars. Uh, Amp, we, I mentioned Amplifier Media. Amplifier Media hosts multiple DMV sports podcast shows, such as the John Kahn Report. Hosted by ESPN Washington Commanders Insider John Kahn and Jones Football, hosted by USA Today Insider Mike Jones. You can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Yeah, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Shout out to the folks that are watching currently on YouTube. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Also, don't forget to hit us up on X at Urban Sports Scene. Hit us up on IG at Urban Sports Scene. And don't forget to check out our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. And also join our Urban Sports Scene Facebook group. Excuse me, search Urban Sports Scene, sports bloggers, sports podcasters, and sports debates. And then go over to the Football Garbage Time website at footballgarbagetime.com. Check out our NFL picks. It's part of the annual tradition that is the Urban Sports tradition. Scene Football Garbage Time. <laughs> <laughs> Pick them challenge. And right now, uh, Nobody that's represented. The Urban Sports is just two guys now. Will T is still, <laughs> but we're we're not we're not winning right now. I don't know who's winning. I don't think he's part. Who wins? Part of uh, maybe football. maybe he is part of uh, football. football guard guard. I don't no. know. I don't even check the standings. I don't even know what's going on. I ain't gonna lie to you. I just know that's I'm not doing good. But but go to the website. You know Haku Wong. He's dope. Yeah. He's the host yeah. of the Football Garbage Time podcast. He has a lot of good content around why he makes the picks he makes. He can give you good information. You know mm-hmm. if you into gambling or whatever you're trying to do parlays. I think it's a good resource for all your football picks and your football knowledge and football. Yeah. And for I me, should, I should gamble more on, on games. I don't do that anymore. I should do that. I will have, I've never done it to be honest with you. I need to do nah, that. I don't either brother. No, I know my brother does it. Doesn't it heavy. Yeah. I don't know. It's heavy. as like, no, yeah. no, Jew and will they're into that thing. Like heavy. 
Like in yeah, it's, it's, on, a, it's they, a lot of ups and downs with that, man. Yeah. But you know what? Minnesota came up with a big one money, and I heard people got paid pretty handsomely on that. What's up, man? I just know, like, you know, they they've been on HBCU games. I was like, y'all dudes are sick. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like trying to go to come to us for the inside information bro like we know listen but, like, but know i gave out the inside information last season nobody listened i told people how it was the best team to me at the time you did though you did and, uh everybody's like nah no yeah. you know no was a champ and all you know you love all the coaches they are people <laughs> yeah. but, but nice. how had, had had that continuity we'll, we'll yeah. see what the season looking like how was playing tonight matter of fact preseason yeah man college baby. basketball is coming baby you know it buddy all right man let's get into our tradition the pregame here's what we have on tap We'll talk about the Washington Commanders' horrible loss against the New York Giants and their upcoming game against the against the Philadelphia Eagles. Then at eight thirty, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk. To, we'll talk about. We'll talk tonight's season opener for the Washington Wizards, um, and the the signing of Denny Avdia to an extension. The Wizards right now are in their season opener are playing the Indiana Pacers, and they are up. I mean, they are down. Excuse excuse me, sixty five seventy two. Uh, Pacers have seventy two. The Wizards have uh, sixty five. Then finally at eight forty five. We'll talk about the start of the NBA season with Just Blaze from the Above the Rim podcast. All right, mentions I mentioned the, the Commanders' horrible loss uh, Sunday. The Commanders fell to the New York Giants, fourteen to seven. I'm right. In your opinion, who was mostly to blame in that game? So we've discussed this a bit, of course, uh, talking in our pregame. I mean, I'm sorry, not a pregame, our postgame show. We talked about this, mm-hmm. and we had a poll out there. As I think part of our other show in reference to whose fault it was. A lot of people are blaming the coaches. Mm-hmm. And I've had more time now to, to digest it. And I also watched Chase Young's post-game interview, which he was upset. Clearly, he didn't answer questions with a lot of <laughs> words. He just, one, one word here, two words there. But at the same time, he said it's on the players to execute and to come out ready. It's not on the coaches. Yeah. And I thought about that. And I thought about some things Doc Walker said. And I said, you know what? Uh, coaches, they don't get on the field and – at this stage of your career, being at the professional level, playing at the highest level, Coach mm-hmm. Ron shouldn't have to motivate you at this point. It's a division game. You already own one division. You should have came out with more energy. I think that's where the players are going to have to take responsibility. So now I'm kind of shifting. I think it's equal blame, though, because still, coaching adjustments sometimes need to be made when you see a team comes out flat. And when you see a trend with your team, when your team struggles out the gates, you also mm-hmm. are that get-right team <laughs> for some teams, like the Giants who are struggling, yep. uh, like the Falcons defensively who end up getting five sacks. The Giants had five sacks all season. They end up having five sacks in one one, one half. Yeah. Uh, so you, you you still have to look at coaching as well, but I think it's equally shared at this point as opposed to I was all over the coaches after that game. Yeah. I mean, all, I mean we all were. Um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to share, make sure some links. Listen, links. Um <laughs> Yeah, just keep it one hundred. Uh, oh, to me, um, I the coaches. I still blame the coaches. That hasn't gone anywhere for, for me. Uh, just because in the, I've heard, and as well, I have had some time to kind of listen to other other points of view. And to your point, Ray, a lot of folks are like some of the it's the players or whatnot. But then it's like it, it, I go back to like my time, and it's even in the lower level, just coaching, right? And it's just that you know a lot of people are saying, well, this was open, but they just not seeing it. And I'm like thinking to myself, like I've had situations as a coach where I've designed, I felt like I've designed the perfect play, but for whatever reason, kids weren't the kids or the players they weren't getting it. They weren't they weren't understanding it. So instead of just keep run, keep doing the same thing over and over again, hoping that these the kids would you know understand the play, I would I would modify it, right? I'd modify it so they so it can work towards towards what they do best. You know what I mean? Like I hear like it's like I've heard recently about how 
well, Sam Howell isn't getting it like in terms of uh like in terms of shifting protection and some of that, some of the sacks are on him, right? In terms <laughs> of as a quarterback. We've heard this, I've heard this on the radio, right? And I'm thinking to myself, you're asking a rookie to to manage protection at a high level. He's a rookie, he's gonna he's gonna that's gonna be an issue for uh in, in essence, he's a rookie, right? This is first year starting starting as a quarterback as in the NFL. And I'm thinking to myself, like, no, nah, I mean, yeah. That you can blame him, and sure he should share some responsibility. But as a coach, you're always your job is to put your your players in the best situations to succeed and what they can and what they're capable of doing. You know what I mean? Yes, you want them to teach them, and you don't want to you want to you don't want to shove a silver spoon and say, okay, you know what, I'm gonna pamper you. Yeah, you don't want to do that 24 seven. But your job is all your job is still always to put your players in a in the best situations to succeed or do what they're do what they can or do what you know they can do best, right? And work around that and modify through that. Um, same for defense. You know what I'm saying? Like the same thing for defense. I'm not gonna have like Mayo, David Mayo, check a, a tight end out the a tight. I'm gonna try to put him in a situation where he doesn't check a tight end because I know he can't cover. He's not fast enough to cover. He's just not. That's like coaching. I need to put him in a situation where he can just stop the run. That's coaching. You put him in them situations. So to me, it's like to me at the end of the day, yes, the players need to make plays. They left some plays out there. We talked about Jahan Dotson um, when he dropped. When he dropped the. Pa- I, mean, I thought it was a drop pass. You said it was. A, you said it was a difficult pass. But whatever. We talked about some guys who were struggling in general. That doesn't matter which the players were. I mean, what what player did what? But at the end of the day, you still have to put. You still, as a coach, your job. If it's a constant problem and it continues and it continues to happen, your job is to put your players in a situation to succeed. I hear what you're saying. My question is. Why is the consistency a problem? Why is there such a lack of consistency across the board? So you have a game against Philly on the road where you mm-hmm. compete so hard, you look good against arguably the top team in the league right now, mm-hmm. and then you get blown out by the Bears. Then you come back and you play inspired in Atlanta. Then you show yeah. up in New York and you get down 14 nothing to a team that hadn't scored a touchdown in like 36 quarters. It's so weird how it's never a consistent effort and or consistent uh what do you call it? Uh, ex- uh-huh. Execution on yeah. on either side I, of the ball, and I, I just wonder why is that on Coach Rivera? Is that on the players? I think, is it preparation? What it? What is it? What are you talking about in practice? What's going pre- on during the week? I think I definitely think it's preparation because I think now, for instance, I think now, like you're getting some type of it's it's funny you're getting some type of consist at this particular point in time the last couple of games you're getting some type of consistency from the defense like right you're getting something from the defense in terms of what compared to what they've done you see a progression. From what we saw in the beginning of the season to right now, the last two games of defense within the defense, and but that's something that we've seen over. And I said this before. This is what annoys me about this team, this this coaching staff. We've seen this over the last some odd years where this defense starts relatively super slow, and people are like, "Well, defense needs to, you know, it's going to take them some take them some time to get things acclimated." But no, if you're a good, if you're a dominant defense, you have the talent that we talk about, then your your defense should be should be should be good off the off the rip. Like you should be decent off the rip. You shouldn't be giving up thirty points off the rip. Like that shouldn't be a thing. Like it shouldn't take you midpoint in the season to be to settle down to be a, a a solid defense. You know what I'm saying? Especially we have the talent that you have. So to your point, right? I think I think it's preparation off the rip. On off the rip, like it's it's something about that because there's no consistency, period, throughout. And you look at the offense now. They're in this situation where there is a little lull. There's no consistency there. What's up? What's up? Uh, G Hill said I got to a lot to do with the head coaches on the, on the sideline. I agree. I just think that, you know, from Rivera, and I do think, and I don't want to put it on Biennemi because I think Biennemi brought a, a whole different culture 
even in the offseason of coaching. But I do think there is something about, something said about getting used to your guys and kind of, you know, understanding that, you know, understand your guys and also, you know, trying to not being stubborn. I do think that's a theme with this coaching staff we've seen and everybody, including Eric B and that the stubbornness to, to continue to do your own thing rather than kind of doing what's best for your team. You know what I'm saying? And this is what G Hill said. You got you got a, you, you got a lot of you got a lot to do with the two coaches on the sideline. Something is not being agreed upon between the two guys on the sideline. Yeah, possible. Th- possible. That, that's perfect, G Hill, because we're getting ready to talk about Eric Bieniemy, and we agreed that this was probably his worst game as the old coordinator for the mm-hmm. commanders. But for a, a lot of those who observe the team, are fans of the team, many feel like this this offense is a bigger threat than the office was under Turner. So mm-hmm. right now, has your thoughts changed about Eric Bieniemy after a pretty subpar performance, uh, only scoring seven points against a divisional opponent who is arguably one of the weaker teams in the division? No, it doesn't change. I mean, I, I, I mean, I know he's stubborn. The only thought that I, I see that he's stubborn, um, but I don't think it changes to me because I'm, I'm a realist and I compare, I just do you, what you see, what I've seen last season, or under the, the Scott Turner regime, compared to what we've seen now, I don't care who you are. I don't care what it is or whatever type of type of comparison you, you're trying to make. This is, there's no difference. There's a big difference here. Like it's a big difference. This team wasn't didn't score thirty with Scott Turner. They were in they're in the twenties most of the time. Like this offense is better now. Granted, was 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 the Giants game horrible? Yes, it was horrible. Like it was, but it was horrible all around the board. The O line was terrible. Um, Sam go. Howell didn't have a great game. Um, like it just wasn't, and EB wasn't good. wasn't good himself. So I'm just saying, like it just was a, it was a bad day for Eric Bieniemy, dude. We've seen some of the goats of offensive coordinators have bad days. So if for some strange reason in this, in this, in this, within our fan base, people tend to like say, oh, as soon as something bad happens, like oh, he's the worst person in the world. This piece way better, like. Scott Turner was way better than this dude, or he's just he's just the same as Scott Turner. Dude, I've I've seen Mike Marks have bad call bad games, bro. Like I've seen uh Sean McVay call bad games. Like I've seen so many dudes that we thought we talk about. I've seen Andy Andy Reeves to get crucified in big games about the way how he called games. So I don't like it happens. Like to, you can call a bad game, that happens. But if, in terms of we we have to be honest with ourselves and and looking at the like right now. The body of work we've seen with Eric Bieniemy this season compared to what we've seen in the past, you can't do that. You gotta be Bobo the fool to just think that like we've had like we've had better recently. We've haven't had he has been the best of late since probably Jay Gruden. Can I can I take the Wole approach and shout what, out bro? to skeptical JP who is pointing out that the yeah. offensive line has been bad and that's a yeah. challenge if you want to keep the quarterback upright. You want to complete passes yeah. downfield, no doubt, yeah. and that makes it. I think even more important for Eric Bieniemy to game plan to get his quarterback in situations where maybe he can get outside the pocket, where he can make quick throws. We all talk about that, but Eric Bieniemy, we believe that he knows more about football than we do. However, yes, I'm gonna take right. the wall. I'm gonna take the Wole approach on this. Yeah, Wole always talks about well, you know what? It's around the league. This this is like this. Uh, like for example, when other teams come in and uh, to land over and they pack out FedEx, you say. Okay, other you you look at other stadiums and their fans pack it out as well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this case, after every bad loss, every fan base starts to jump off the deep end. Unless you're like the Chiefs or you're even Philly, they do it. Um, yeah, they really, yeah, still haven't answered questions. Yeah, like for example, 
the 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 Detroit Lions look far better this year. Everybody loves Dan Campbell. The 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 whole uh, momentum that they gained from Hard Knocks it still carries on to this day, right? Facts, facts. But yet they get blown on B more, and I'm seeing Jared Goff ain't that guy. That's why he got <laughs> off. Suck. He's like, they terrible. So you're it's five terrible. and one, and he's cool. So in this case, anytime uh, this offense makes a mistake. Yeah, or they don't play well, EB's going to catch it because he's a polarizing figure. People think he should be a head coach, and uh-huh. people are, 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 are chopping at the bit to criticize him. I see some people on social media yeah. who love Scott Turner, who they're going to be biased regardless. Who loves Scott? There's people still love Scott Turner? No, no. When, they, when he was here, they loved him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and now they will, they will criticize EB at first opportunity. So uh-huh. you, you do need to do better against a defense that typically does give up a lot of yards. And a lot of points. Um, and I think Eric Bienemy knows that he hasn't gotten too high or too low. But I don't know, man. The dynamic in Washington, bro, is just weird to me for real. Mm-hmm. I feel as though Eric Bienemy is is eventually gonna be the head coach. Coach Rivera, uh-huh. this is his last season. I think he knows it. I think the fan base knows it. I think people know that the ownership coming in wants a, a new start and, uh-huh. and coach Rivera isn't, isn't it, and the team don't help. And you got Magic Johnson tweeting during the games too, man. So that that's just the the dynamic of the team right now and it's weird because eb i think is the one in waiting to be the head coach regardless of how the office looks weekend and we go it's just me man i don't know i don't know if he's gonna be i don't know I, I, at first i was thinking that, that i was that's my opinion that you know during the offseason i said that like i felt like eb was going to be the head coach but now you know the way the narrative starting to change it's like you could hear people saying like all these dudes are gonna be gone. Like that's the narrative you're hearing now. Like all these dudes are gonna be gone. So I know we saw we, we yeah. heard that. Yeah, so I don't know, man. All right, clean clean the house. Now, if you make that decision, then in my opinion, you you definitely from a coaching standpoint, you want to step your game up. You yeah. want to make it difficult for this ownership, this new ownership group to make that decision. That's I'm like, saying. all right, you know what? We're we gonna go out and make the playoffs, we're gonna make a run, we're gonna show what we can do. Um, EB, I think to a degree. He has the reputation of somebody who's been successful, and I don't think he is as worried about what fans think. As, oh, no, he's as, not as worried. Others. No, I'm talking uh, about I'm not even talking Bert, about I'm Bert, talking about Bert, the local J, folks. J, my man, JDR, he used to mm-hmm. respond on Twitter <laughs> or, or X, like talking about some bite these and all this other craziness. They had to they had to get him off of social media, bro. JDR? So, who's that? JDR used to he used to engage on social media, bro. Like he he cared about what people had to say. He got uh, frustrated with the Cody. Bryant oh, Von, you told oh Jack Del Rio. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. My bad. I'm looking at something. No doubt. I'm looking at uh, on our on Twitter. We are talking about if folks felt differently about Eric the enemy. Uh, the homie T, T Living Ray Jeezy said so far his grade is us is, is a C for the season. And uh, bad uh Cassie Cassie uh Lewis said bad. All right, then you see Dujane, he he chiming, he said he don't know, he thinks nobody's gonna be saved. That's what you that's what I'm saying. I don't, I'm telling you, people are it's that, gonna be you, a, it's gonna be usually, a clean, man. clean house. Is that does that mean Caleb? Does that mean Caleb? Are we are we shipping Sam Howell out as well? What's going to happen? They're not gonna be you good enough. They're gonna be better. They're gonna be they hope they get they gotta lose a few more games to get Caleb, bro. Like they gotta lose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying they are already at three. Like you can't win anymore if you want you try to get Caleb. That's all I'm keeping the buck. Like you can't win anymore. If you try to get Caleb. Carolina can't get that pick, bro. So you can get number two. Carolina's pick go to uh, it's going to Wisconsin, going to Chicago. Yeah, so I was, I don't, ooh, yeah. I don't, so, so, okay, so Carolina, oh, so Chicago get the first, Chicago get the first two picks in the draft they wanted to. Facts. So I'm just telling right. you, like, you gotta be bad, bad, bro. Like, you gotta be bad, bad to get this dude. Like, speaking of Sam Howell, uh, he was sacked six times against the Giants. 
He has been sacked 40 times. We know he's on record, <laughs> record-breaking record pace right now. Yeah, uh, David up. Carr is at home like, oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. It's coming. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is like a 72 Dolphins streak right here that, that, oh, could, that could possibly be broken. We, of course, if you're a Commanders fan and those for us that cover the team, you hope not. Um, but he's on pace for 97 to take 97 sacks this season, shattering that record. Um, would he, will he be able to hold up? Like, can he take the punishment, bro? Dog, we are not. Do he hit? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Sam Howell, man. I don't think he can. Uh, yeah, man, that's tough. I, we saw it here, which we, we, I mean, on a, on a lower scale, and I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was brutal at the time when I was younger. Um, Patrick Ramsey, bro. I mentioned him before, man. When I used to see Patrick Ramsey get clobbered un, under Steve Spurrier, and I was like, bro, this dude, he can't survive. He can't survive this, man. And that's what I'm saying, like. Bienemy, I know like Sam Howe causes some of these sacks, but Bienemy's gonna have to take it out of his hand and kind of do certain things to kind of help him, you know, stay upright. Like run more screens, man. Just do some more, like do some things that force him to throw the ball rather than trying to, you know, find people down the field. I said they don't want it to get that bad, man. This, this team might bring that is bad, bad. Hey, do Janae. If a Caleb wins for the area, I think they'll, I think they'll be okay. Hold, hold, hold on, Dujanay. Listen, if if you if you get Caleb Williams and you move back to the city, bro, I think there's some real. They, fans they, I, I know they'll. I know jump on that man. They right. will, bro. They, and, hey, look, they, they be light skin, Dujanay. Dude, just say, did this dude just say Eddie? Hey, hey, well, like, you, you giving me Calvin Four vibes tonight, bro. I know, bro. I know. You look like Javante Trainer. Hey, hey, bro. <laughs> speaking of the area, Chase Young, of course. Upper Marlboro, PG County product, two sacks Sunday. Montez Sweat also added a sack. Word on the streets is that teams are calling Washington about Three. trading for one of these guys. Um, should Washington trade one of both? If just one, who is more likely to be traded? I think we know the answer to that. Hey, folks, first off, you know what I'm saying? Who would y'all – I'm interested. Like, I'm really interested. Who would y'all – would y'all? do y'all really want to get Chase Young out of here? Are y'all, is, that, is that a thing? If y'all had to trade between Chase and, Mont- and Montez, who would you want to – well, so go. It's it's wild. So my so Chase leaves the team in sacks, right? So he does. He leaves the team in sacks. Um, his five. They tied, right? No, nah, Chase is up now. Chase is oh, up now for tier okay. two, and then Montez at four and a half. Was it six to five or five? I thought it was five and five. I, mean, I could be wrong. I thought it was four and a half. I don't know. It's all good. Go ahead though. Bro. I, could, I could be wrong though. I could be wrong. I think they sorry, tied. He's still uh, right there at the top. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. So I am. I like Montez, you know me, but I'm starting to like Chase starting to show me something, bro. He's starting to be real dominant right now. Like he's starting to be a problem, like a serious problem. Like, and I, all right, this is my. I don't want to get rid of none of them. This is me. Like I'm, I, like I, I'm being real. Five and five and a half. Okay, so Montez is five and a half. Then Montez must have the five and a half. Montez may lead, lead the team sacks. No, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. I said four and a half. Yeah, I think Chase has five and a half. Right, skeptical JP. Put yeah, put it yeah. out there for us, brother. Yeah, I appreciate you. And that's um, how you build off his line. You got to trade one of these dudes. <laughs> I don't even think you're going to get, but you can't, you ain't going to get nobody from the old line for these dudes. Nobody ain't trading the old lineman. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't trade any of them, man. I hate, you know what, Ray? Real talk, man. I'm starting to hate real talk. I'm starting to hate sports talk radio, bro, with a passion, dog. You got to stop hate, listening to it. Dog, this hate, for, this, hate for, this hate for Chase is bothering me. Yeah, um, Montez thing by half. I thought so. By half. By half. Okay. By half. So I was right, like, like yeah, always. Yeah. But hey, let me. Not ask like you always. Usually wrong sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you. <laughs> um, did you watch? Did you watch Monday Night Football? If, for those of you who are watching this, you know, put it in the chat. Did you watch Monday Night Football? Did you see Bosa? Did you see Nick Bosa? He did exactly what Chase does most games. Yeah. He made it home every time, but he could not secure. Get, and I saw that. Yeah. And, and against and Kirk Cousins, who Kirk Cousins all yeah. the time. Exactly. But they still kept saying, 
He's creating havoc. Like the, yeah. So but, it's it's either you like Chase or you don't. I agree, period. bro. That's what, that's what bothers me. That's what bothers me. It's like here they keep and I think Chase may have more sacks than than, than Bosa. I'm not sure. I think he does though. Like I look at the stats. I think Chase has more sacks than Bosa. Like it bothers me, bro. Like when I listen to the radio, I listen to the radio. Like I'm like the hate you guys have for him. Like literally, this dude was like, one one dude. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention his name, Grant Paulson. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Chase had a really good game against the Giants. And then he was like, but you know what? But it's the first time he ever had two sacks, and he was playing against a backup tackle. And I was, and then what I thought to myself when I heard this, like I was like. I, I've heard y'all have Ryan Kerrigan on your show, and I've watched games where Ryan Kerrigan used to just take advantage of the lesser tackles that dudes who were injured, and y'all never said that. Like, Listen, y'all never said that. I'm not going to address that show because <laughs> they had a relationship with Sean Doolittle, and we know who Sean Doolittle was yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for the Nets. So, yeah. it, and my advice is JP and, and, um, and Brian Mitchell – they, they definitely one worth listening to. I recommend. Yeah, Other than yeah. that, you know, you you do what's best for you. I'm not going to knock nobody. I don't want to create no beef out here. I want to beef for streets. Yeah, but, but <laughs> thank, thank you, Juice. Oh, no, I ain't need tripping off that. You already know what it is. Yeah. But um, it, thank you. The, yeah, the it's take weak. Yeah. week. I mean, thank you for not – you 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 tune into what's real, man. There's some yeah. people who, even if the team is winning, they find a way to bat. When Chase yes. is hurt, we still talk about him. After he came off a great rookie season, oh, he ain't working out on the team. Um, yeah, bro. He's doing this. He's shooting commercials. The man is getting his money. What you mean? Yeah. RG3 was in every commercial, but because he had a, a phenomenal rookie season, he led the team to the playoffs like Chase did, too. You know, it was 7-19, but still. Yeah. Everybody loves RG3, but it's because you didn't like Chase anyway. That's all it is. Like I said, it's a bias. That's what it is, bro. It's a, it is an annoying bias. Yeah, you know what? Hey, 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 listen, I don't blame you if, you if you don't rock with J.P. Finley. It is, but yeah. I don't even like bringing up these dudes' names to be real. Um, I, I, I'm just I saying. Do. I'm, I'm calling people out. You know what I'm um, saying? I, I mentioned that show only due to that because because Mitch. Mitch, I think he Mitch is a credible source. Yeah, and he, he he's one half of that show. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? Like I said, whatever works for you. It's just you can tell who knows the real stuff and who doesn't. You can tell who's about clicks, and that's what yeah. it is, man. So. Uh, if Chase does get traded, though, I expect him to ball out, man. And he's wreaking havoc. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. So I'm saying, like, dog, it's okay. If you don't, I'm like, this is my thing. Because I've you know, had, if you know I, people. dog, I have friends who, who met Chase and don't, they don't like Chase. Like, it is, like, yeah. I have friends who, met, who don't like him. But at the end of the day, when you have a conversation, like, Chase balling, he balling. Like, just acknowledge, he balling, acknowledge it. He's playing bad, acknowledge it. But he's played good. He's been one of the best defensive ends in terms of, of, of of producing pressures in all the NFL. He's got five sacks. He's on pace to give you double digit sacks. What is the issue? Like, what are you complaining about? Like, cause the whole thing is like, should you trade chase? But then like, yeah, yeah. If you want my thing, your argument is you can get more for chase or whatever. You can get a lot for chase. That's a fine argument. Who am I to knock that? I'm not going to knock that argument, but don't bring in the negative bull. Like try to try to diminish his play this season. To make you feel good, like I, I felt like listening to that show was like you trying to diminish him. Like, yeah, he um, I don't feel this is how you started. It's like it's like it's like with all due respect, but much disrespect. It was like one of them type of things, right? Like that's how he kind of tailored it. And I'm not gonna get into it, like you said, Ray, not to get into all that. But yeah, I just want you, I just want folks to keep that neck, that hate that you have in your heart. Let that let that crap go and just just dissect the football play for real. 
Right, and that's what comes by the coaches. So yeah. if you do trade one of these guys, you will see them ball out wherever they go, especially if they get traded. They, so they're going center. to. They're going to ball. But, but now ball. you got to move on. You're all two in the division this Sunday, 1 o'clock. The commanders mm. are back at home, which mm. is going to be a, a pro Philly crowd. Unfortunately, yeah. we're expecting yeah. that. Expect they that. take on the Eagles. But what would a victory do for Coach Rivera if you get this? This I mean, it's a, it's a must-win game wild, against a team that you should have had at their home place just a few weeks ago. Um, what would it do for the fan base? And how would the fan base now perceive Coach Rivera if this happens? Well, we have we had actually we had a poll. I'm trying to find I'm trying to find it real quick, but <clears throat> a lot of people saying hey, no, it, it would do nothing. A lot of people saying do nothing. People like are tired plus. of Rivera, bro. You talk about Chase, you yeah. Know, getting hate. My bad. People are Go tired ahead. of Rivera. Go ahead. Nice. No, 88 percent has said no. Twelve percent said no, uh, says yes. Um, it's like a lot of folks like Matt said. Unfortunately, one win doesn't make up for four years. Right. Uh, Mr. Jones, uh, TL. Uh, HEA says, uh, "Don't uh, don't we expect him to upset the Eagles?" Um, Sean said, "Not at all. How 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 about finishing? How about finish with eleven wins and get a playoff win? Then maybe." Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying. So, folks, like you said, Ray, folks, it don't matter. I uh, mean, my man, skeptical. I, close I, I see people being just as frustrated this week if you win because it's like, okay, where was this against uh, the Giants? People are still going to be upset because the consistency hasn't been. There. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just about being like you said, race preparation, man. Just getting them prepared. They gotta be prepared, and I don't think they don't. They don't do it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, hold on. My mask said Rivera has has changed some things in terms uh, of what you mean, bro. Like what you um, mean, JP? What you mean? Yeah, because because I I I know that I don't know, man. See, there, there are reports that his voice has grown stale, just like the players started grumbling at the end of the season last year. In the last, I want to say four weeks, about Scott Turner. And I feel as though uh, it's rumblings right now that Coach Rivera, he's just not necessarily the best communicator, especially in the media. A lot of people can't stand what he says. He started some dissension real early with Eric Bieniemy, based on what he said. So yeah. I don't know. But, but yeah, just just put it out there what you mean by he's, he's already implemented some changes. Um, I don't know what changes. I don't know. There's some injuries, though, that Coach Rivera and, and the commanders will have to deal with this week. Sadiq Charles, like he's going to be out. Cody Barton. Yeah, it don't matter. Uh, what would you do to replace them? Uh, Mayo is not the answer for, for many because no, they say he sucks in pass coverage or he, he struggles in that. Um, <laughs> so what do you do if you're Coach Rivera or you're Jack I'll, I'll you, tell and, you what and, I'll, and, you know, I'll, the team in general. I, I would, first off, I would uh, I'll play Chris Paul probably um, at tack, at guard, and then I would at, at linebacker. I don't care. I don't care who who's rocking the mic in terms of the microphone and the helmet or whatever. I'm. I'm playing Hudson. Hudson is playing for me, and then not Mayo. That's it. I'm going athletic, and I'm a, and I'm a ball out. I'm going athletic, and I'm a ball out. That's all it is. I'm gonna play with speed. I'm a, I'd rather play all out with speed than just play passive and, and just being like just kind of uh, pussyfooting around. I'd rather just be like just go all out. That's what I want. I appreciate everybody listening. Um, do us a favor, drop in the chat. Your oh, here go. Oh, here go. Okay, I got one. Of course, it's gonna be run the ball. <laughs> okay. Right. You got it. The, the team, team is more talented than he got. got it. Um, I will. I'll I will play, play Jabril Cox. I like Jabril. Like I'll play Jabril at, at linebacker. I would. Mixed up the offensive lineup. Oh, yeah, that's, that's I like that. Case, man. I like that. I like that. So JP. what, I, like what that. I want to see JP, and I say this every week, is I want to see the team come out like they did in Atlanta and play with some fire, bro, and play with that dog. Doc Walker. He was just well, a, the ago, a couple weeks ago. He says every week, look at his exit count. I need to find a player on this defense that got that dog in him that's going to lead the squad. Like for for example, Cam Curl is the most consistent player I think on the defense. Like he comes he comes yeah. the ball yeah, every yeah. week, but he's not a rah rah guy. You know yeah. what he brings to the table? Who's going to come 
and, and get the team fired up. For real, Terry, man, I love the way he competed. I think he, I think he's I think he's a guy that he does that. I too. think Terry I think Terry could be that guy. I really that. do. That's I think he's that guy. Because every time he catches the ball, like they they get they get hype. Like they play better after that. Like it's him when he gets the when you notice when he gets touches, he they they rock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Uh, but so, to your point, I, I want them to play like they played. Truth be told, you talk about the Atlanta game. I want them to play like they played them in, in Philadelphia. They went in that okay. game like they went in that game to compete. Like like you said, they they lost, but arguably they, they should have won that game. They went to that game right. to compete and win. So not even just Atlanta. Play like you did just in Philly. Like that game, you came out like offensively, you came out ready. Like you know what I'm saying, defensively, yeah, to a certain extent. But I do think, to be real with you, I do think the defense has gotten a little better since the, some of the changes they made. Um, but we'll see. Like we'll see. 20th anniversary of trap music. We always talk about trap games for the commanders, which is ridiculous. But this is a trap game for Philly. Uh, Jalen Hurts yeah. over the last two weeks against the Jets and against uh, the Dolphins. He's thrown interceptions through a pick six yeah. against against the Dolphins. Yeah. You got to get pressure on them. Chase and, and, and Montez are getting home. I think you can force them into some turnovers. And you can definitely help your offense out by giving them short fields. That is always critical when you – and Sam Howell against nice. Philly in Philly did not turn that ball over not once. And that was huge. Yeah. So – you know that you were this close to beating this team. Now flip this home field thing, man. Even though I expect Philly to come in and pack the house out, running the uh, ball, yeah, I think so. I don't getting, think, the, getting yeah. the ball out quickly. Those are those are the keys, man. Come out with that dog. We'll get see. the ball out quick. Win the turnover battle. All right. Well, we we, we talked enough. We, we talked enough, enough commanders. Uh, we're actually watching the Washington Wizards season opener right now. The Wizards are <laughs> they're down right now. They're getting blown out by the uh, Indiana Pacers, seventy-five to eighty-nine. Um, if I'm started off, Ray, man. Right now, watching this game, and what have you seen so far out of the Washington Wizards, man? I'm watching another Washington franchise that is starting anew, and this is all an auditioning process. If you think Tyus Jones is the long-term answer, you're insane. It's not happening. Hey, you know what? Wow, he is a long. He's awesome. But go ahead, though. Continue. (laughs) If you're trying to build, if you're trying to build this team for longevity and for winning. I don't think Taz Jones, I think he's somebody that right now you were able to get in a trade, yes, and he can help the young guys on this roster during this one season. But right mm-hmm. now, everybody's auditioning. Coach Coach West is auditioning if yeah. he needs to be here longer. So the fact yeah. that you're playing against another young up-and-coming team, this is a great measure stick off the jump, and they're on the road. You got Bilal. I love his game. I think he's going to be really good. I think Denny, who just got the contract, I know we're supposed to talk about him, but I think he's somebody that needs to step up and he needs to grow and develop as a leader on this team because many uh-huh. things he many around the league think he's soft. You cover uh-huh. the games, I've covered games. That is the knock on him as they yeah. think he's soft. Uh-huh. So if you think this dude is soft and you hit a criticism, bro, you starting to 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 come on on a team where you have now guys younger than you and you think that you're a leader and you know you can put the ball in the hoop. We've seen what he did before he got into the NBA. Dude got handled. He can create his own shot, but he doesn't have the confidence against yeah. NBA level talent to come out and do that night in and night out. So I want to see him step up and be a leader. Jordan Poole is not going to lead your team. Jordan Poole is going to get buckets, but it's Jordan yeah. Poole going to be somebody that he gets other guys involved consistently and makes sure that when the game's on the line, he finds Kuz, who's your closer. I don't think so. I think he's all out to score, and he's out to get the, the most points he can and, and, and make the most well, yeah. points. That's my opinion. That's his job, though. Like, his job is to score. He's a scorer. Like, he should right. be scoring over. Like, like at the end of the day – that, I guess that's the like the thing that I've been really intrigued by the match, the the the, the pairing of Kuzma and Poole. Your investment really is into Jordan Poole. That's your true investment. Like that is the one. That's the guy. He's the younger kid too. He's younger. Like he's the one 
that should be taking the shots. He's the one that should be your number one. Like, so, but Kuz isn't going to back down because Kuz has that Mamba mentality. Like, he thinks that he's old. Even on the floor, even when Bradley Bill was here, like, Bradley Bill's the better player. But Kuz thought he was the better player. That you can tell by just by watching basketball games. So in this situation, to see because in, in basketball you need a role. It's it's always everybody has a role in basketball. Like you're gonna have your Batman, you're gonna have your Robin. Like both sometimes, like folks always say, well, you you can have two Batmans. Eh, not really. To a certain extent, you have to have play a certain role, and for your team to win, like you can have, you can have two Batman, two Batman, but it may not work for you in terms of win winning games the way you want to win games. But in terms of actually winning championships, because all this is the goal. The goal is to win championships in every sport. I don't care if you're the worst team in the world. Your goal should always be to win the championship. So I'm just interested to see how that how them their pairing works. That's why I actually like Ty, uh, Tyus Jones because I think that you have a guy in Tyus Jones where you could you have two guys who are two bad shot takers. Like it's, it is what it is. You got Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma, two bad shot takers. You're gonna need a guy to settle who can settle that down because. Because like the guys they have on this roster aren't capable of setting a set of of, of, of uh, selling those dudes, two dudes down, you know what I'm saying? So to me, like it's interesting. Like their their make their makeup is interesting. If it works out, I do see talent, so I think it could work out in terms of winning winning a certain amount of games. But like maybe getting a a playing game, which is crap to me, but maybe. But that's how you I look take, at you. Take is interesting. Their, their goal is not to win a championship. Their goal is to is to start to establish their young guys. Yeah, but you like no, no, no. Not saying it was championship, and, but I agree with you. But you're still in a game of, of basketball. You can't like, for instance, if I got nothing but like it's just bad for team morale. If I got two jackers and that's it, and there's no ball movement. Like how 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 is that good for the whole team? Forget the development. Like for a whole team. Like if you like you played on you played you played street ball games. If like if already, I'll give you an example. When you when when folks play with you. They like playing with you. Why do they? Why do they like playing with you? Because I pass a lot. There you go. So if you're gonna have a game when everybody just off of jacking up shots, no one's setting nobody up. You got two dudes who are doing most of the jacking up shot. That's not forget winning a for, for even forget winning championships. That is a bad. That is a bad court morale. Period. I'm not saying it's not. Here's my thing though. If you play with me, then you know I don't care because that's why I pass the ball a lot because I'm at a stage of my career. That, but I like you, to pass, and I'm not looking for I'm not looking for points. Yeah, so if I, if, if I if I don't win, not a big deal. I think Tyus Jones is content with being in a situation where he's going to see a lot of action versus yeah. past situation where he wasn't getting on the court as much. And I think yeah. he's cool. You're right; it might be bad for morale, but I think this team is going to be okay with you like yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. With, with, with understanding who they are, and that's we're trying to build for the future. You like Kolobali, right? Yeah, I do. You, you believe in him, right? Like, right, right. I believe he has the Atias, time to be really. Tyus Jones is good for Kolobali because you, if you're playing with, if you're playing for his progression in life, Tyus Jones is, is a distributor. I totally yeah, exactly. Agree. So if, if you if if you will not get the best out of Kolobali, if you have, if you're just if 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 the if the premier ball handlers are Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole. You just won't get the best out of him. It, it's a. It, I'll put it this way: it is a small version of. It's the reason why. This is the truth. It's the reason why the Cleveland Cavaliers traded traded Ricky Davis when they had LeBron. There's a there's a reason why. It's because Ricky Davis did not care, like did not care about like the growth. He was all about him. That's all it was. So there's a reason, and that's the reason. And, and so it's almost similar to this. Yeah. So you need somebody to kind of, 
you know, somebody who can kind of navigate and work both sides. That's all I'm saying. I, I like the debate. The, 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 now, LeBron was the second coming of like. But, you know, I'm just saying. I, I, no, oh, no, but I'm just saying. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm responding yeah, to what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. There's nobody on this roster. Bilal is that guy. But he, That's not my it ain't point, like, though. all right, you know what? We got to we gotta make this dude happy. You ain't going to trade nobody out because he's not happy. Now, you ruffled it. You ruffled LeBron James feathers, of course, you got to because that's the future league right there. That's bro. my point. My point it's a lottery pick. That's your lottery pick. That's your real investment, though. Like, like Kolobali is your true investment, though. So, you for your true investment to progress, you got to make make sure he's going to be in the situation to, to be the guy. Who are they comparing to? Everybody compare Kolobali to who? Not they're not comparing him to an ordinary player. Not at all. Who they comparing to? You know what? Right? Like Giannis. Ben yeah, Simmons, but I'm, I'm, like I'm talking about but the own Wizards organization, or the Wizards, Wizards organization. They're comparing him to something special. They are. So that tells me that they they're invested in him. You're not going to let him go on the wayside. I'm not saying you're right. Like like my 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 message is not saying he's LeBron. My message is is still what what he like what what Ricky Davis represented towards a LeBron. To, like not the player, not the. Being the, the Messiah, but being your your collateral, your young player that we got to build around, dude. They did it with Giannis, like Jason Kidd did it with Giannis. He said, "No, we're gonna make you the a one." No one thought Giannis was gonna be the dude he is today. They did the same thing with Giannis. They moved people around for Giannis to, to be the guy. All I'm saying is, like, you gotta have guys around you that can cultivate an environment for you to, to for you to grow. You playing with you playing with uh, uh Kuz and Poole. And having them as the and not to say you can't play with them, but to have them as your premier ball handlers, that is not going to be good for you. Same well, thing with Rui. <laughs> Rui. The Wizards that with Rui. They messed. That's how they messed up Rui. It would be interesting to see how they use uh, Bilal Kalabali because he can handle the rock too. Like he's somebody who he can play multiple positions on the floor. So you can kind of experiment, see what he brings to the table, see where his strengths are and where yeah, he's most true. effective. So that's you can have true. some. You can you can have some fun because this this roster does have good young talent. Yeah, I'm just saying. True. I think in terms of goals, I think they're they're content with knowing they're not going to be very good this season. That's but true. I think also, uh, you the one that sold me for real for real on Kuz as a closer. Like the, after he hit that shot against Chicago, he's like, see, unlike he Bradley Bill, Kuz he gets close. it done. So he I still close. think that you got to find him at the end of the game. I think um, Jordan Poole is somebody who has a, has to earn that right and show that he's that guy that can close as he's coming to his own, getting under the you know getting from under the shadow like Clay and 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 um, Steph. That's yeah. just my thought. But you know yeah. what? It's the Wizards, bro. I don't think it's too much to necessarily. <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> it's the Wizards. It, it, again, they're looking. They're looking to establish something different. And I think Ted yeah. is going in the right direction in terms of what he's doing right now. Even with the TV network, I think it's great. But Denny, oh, you want to ask about what the record might be this season? Yeah, it's the record. I don't care about Denny. What's the record? Man? Okay, <laughs> so uh, Denny signed his his yeah. his, his deal recently. Um, Denny Abia. Four years, $55 million extension, only $14 million a year. Not bad considering the contracts that you see around this league. This is true. Um, are you a fan, Wole, of this commitment? No, I don't think you okay. – I'm mad they, they committed over him over Rui. Like, I don't even like Denny. That was Tommy Shepard, bro. Yeah, like, I just – not to say I don't like Rui. That's that's that, that's that's messed up. I didn't mean it like that. But – because I do – like we talked about – like we talked about before, when you showed me clips of uh, Denny before the draft, I was like, yeah, he got some skill. I see some skill. Um, but it's just that like his heart isn't there, and I don't like. And we talked about this off air about uh um Jalen Brown like not having like not able to go left to dribble his left hand like that. Then he got the same problem. Then he ain't strong with his left either. And I'm like, bro, if you ain't gonna play with no heart and you don't got no strong left, like you're not maximizing your ability. You know what I'm saying? Like he should be like. And then I'm seeing clips of him 
with uh, Jordan Poole. I think Jordan Poole went off in, in, in Madison Square Garden, and they and Jordan and Jordan Poole looked, looked off or took a J, and Denny was wide open, and Denny got mad and like it, it went viral. This thing went viral. Denny got mad and and was like pissed at Jordan Poole. Like I'm like, who are you? Like who are you? At this point in your career, to feel that way about a guy who's won a championship in Jordan Poole and who was and who was a, a key member of a championship squad and putting in work and his average are close to 18 points. Like, who are you? So let me get this clear: you don't like what he brings to the table in terms of his toughness, but you okay with the money part of the deal? I, I'm okay with it. No, no, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with the money because it's not a lot of money. But I don't even think you should really. I'm all. I'm always. I'm like. I get that that's not in, in today's NBA. That's like a fair deal. Like that's a real nice cheap deal. Not fair to cheap deal in today's NBA. Right. But I wouldn't even give him four years, dog. I, he's not the type of five. Was it four or five years? He has five, four years, four years, right? Uh, four years. Yeah. I'm not even like, I wouldn't want to be committed to him for four years, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not. It's the problem with the I think Cole Bali. I think Cole Bali's going to take, I think Cole Bali's going to take a spot eventually. I think Cole Bali's going to take a spot eventually. But like that, I'm being real. They, uh, they, they, both, they, both, they both play the same position. He's going to take a spot eventually. Um, I'm personally happy for Rui. That's my guy. Um, yeah. I think the stat said there's 140 players who are considered, quote, unquote, foreign players in the NBA right now. Mm -hmm. That is where the league is headed. Everybody's looking for the next Luka, the next Giannis. They're looking for guys overseas who are going to come and set the league on fire. You got, you got Wimby in mm -hmm. San Antonio. So this is why guys like Denny Avia get drafted so high. Because mm -hmm. of the potential upside. But back in the day, <laughs> when we were younger. Back in the day, when we the were day, younger. Like the Arvidas Sabonis of the world didn't see the NBA <laughs> right away. You would get a guy, I'm like, okay, I'm going to bring him later. I'm going to develop him. Like even yeah. um, Nene. Remember when he first got drafted? Like yeah. he's going to be a project. He turned out to be pretty good. Yep. But now it's like you expected to come in. You expected to be that guy because of the Lucas of the world. You feel Bruh. me? So that's Bruh. what it is. I'm I'm just oh yeah well, our other guest is about to be on but yeah I'm I'm all I'm not for it. but real quick but you let's know talk what about though? the Go Wizards are a problem bro you see how the the, the show has changed the engagement We're... level changed as soon as we started talking I know about you Wizards, ain't lying right we have not had one Wizards comment <laughs> please let's yeah. move on yeah you ain't lying the Wizards trash Wole will be at Capital One if you want I will to, like, I, if you want to get to know the urban sports team you will see Wole a whole lot this season. <laughs> Because that man loves to cover the Wizards, I have no idea why, but he loves. Dude, because I'm a, I'm about that hustle. Forget the forget the team. He's a bro. he's a content creator, man. Yeah, and the Wizards creator. are the best place to create your content. Exactly, bro. Like I don't care about the the Wizards. Oh, you know I I, I trash the Wizards oh, anytime oh, I get. Chill, chill out, bro. Oh, sorry. No, what you're the right. The Wizards are on their way, my. Friend. The Wizards on their way. I apologize. I take that back. We, we are we are local, so yeah, the Wizards are cool. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you wow, man. Hey, yo, anyway, man. Hey, we, hey, let's talk about the rest of the NBA, man. It's the NBA opening, opening, the opening week and whatnot, man. Right now, well, let me let me, let me cue him. Let me cue him in real quick. Right now, we got my guy, Just Blaze, from the Above the Ram podcast. What's going on, Just? What's going on, fellas? Appreciate the invite once again, man. Opening week, man. You know this. Kind of live right now. Let's get it now. I heard y'all already trashing the Wizards, so I'm here to help y'all out with that. <laughs> real quick, man. Real quick, what's your thoughts on the Wizards, though? What's your thoughts on the Wizards? Listen, man, it's gonna be a very, very tough year for the Wizards, man. Very tough year. Listen, everybody thinks Jordan Poole is gonna go crazy. Now he might go crazy in terms of shots. He might take the most shots in the league, but are they gonna win any games? Absolutely mm. not, in my opinion. I mm. think they're gonna be down towards the bottom of the conference, but. 
Yeah. I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of Jordan Poole just coming out coming down the court jacking up shots all game. I don't feel mm-hmm. like that makes the team better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like going forward, like and I don't. To be honest, I don't even feel like they're gonna build around Jordan Poole or him even be a building block. I feel like he's gonna go there for two years, chuck, you know, shoot a couple of the shots, and then they're gonna end up trading him in a, in a year or two. That's what mm-hmm. I personally think. So I don't like see him there long term. See them? You see them building around Kolobali? <laughs> not really, not really. Yeah, I'm Randy. not gonna lie. Randy, none, like, none, none of hope for him. There's no hope right Yeah, I don't see a lot of building blocks on the team. Like I like Gafford. I like Daniel Gafford. Like that's that's wow. one guy. I feel like he can be, you know, piece. Maybe not to build around. But, okay, I was to say you, you know, scared me. No, no, no. Not as <laughs> your, not as your franchise. Okay. Player. Not as your franchise. Okay. Player. I mean, yeah. like he's a piece that can stay on the team when gotcha. you do bring in a star. You know what gotcha. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like he can go that that Nick Claxton kind of route. You know what gotcha. I mean? Like when they first brought in Nick Claxton, he was kind of raw. They're like, I don't know what I have here. But then he played next to KD and Kyrie and them, and then he mm. started to learn his groove. And now, and look, last year he led the block, he led the league in blocks last year. And now he's like an integral piece. So, I Kuzma, I don't even know if he's there long term either. To be honest, how y'all feel about Kuz? I'm gonna let Ray go with that one. I, I, I don't, I don't trash Lexington brothers on a regular basis. Ty Jones, the only guy that so I'm, you're not gonna give me the bash of Kuz. I think he's the close on the team. It's just when you talk about the future of the Wizards. I mean, for real, you representing. Just what's what's the, the the chatter is around the league? The Wizards are at the bottom of the league in many's eyes. That's the problem. And as a franchise, it's up to the ownership to change that. But period, you know what I'm saying? Um, but Al can't hoop though. Just I know you probably ain't got a chance to watch him in the league yet. He's playing pretty well tonight against the Pacers. But mm-hmm. in terms of building around, we we'll have to see what direction they want to go in. But that's yeah. the Wizards right now. I'm not the Wizards are a team that I'm a fan of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Born and raised here, I'm a fan of the Wizards. But that that's what it is. You 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 represent how people view the Wizards, unfortunately, right now. Yeah, and and you know, like every team goes through their ebbs and flows. Every team, every franchise goes through their ups and downs. I mean, you you guys had a couple of downs, you know, uh, ever since pretty much John Wall left, pretty much because it's not mm-hmm. like Bradley Beal carried the team anywhere on his own. Uh-huh. Do do you think that this was the right move this summer? Finally, moving on from Bradley Beal and finally transitioning on. Okay, yeah, so y'all yeah. feel like it had to happen. Oh, it had to happen. His, his happen contract earlier. was so massive, you couldn't build it around yeah, him yeah. because the contract was just no. Was they could have, man. They could have built somebody if they put proper pieces around him. But is Not he a guy. good enough number one? Was really the question, in my opinion. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. So that's what I'm saying. That's why you couldn't build around him because you wouldn't like you, you wouldn't pay him that type of money. Like you have to be a real number one. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, you still won't win the amount of games you need to win. To, to 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 justify that contract. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, in the end of the day, like, yeah, to back to it, I don't think that, like, you could build around him because of money, because you can't, because he's not, because what that what the end result's going to be. Like, you gave him Porzingis and whatnot. Like, that should have, if he was really a number one, that's good enough to to get to the postseason. That should have been, and Kuzma, that should have been good I agree. To, to, get to, the post, to get to the postseason in the yeah. East, he in should, the they should have been able to get to the, or at least, at least, the plan playing game yeah, exactly so that's at least enough. at the very least so that told me enough yeah. where where he was all right well ladies enough you don't much, think that's enough wizards. we say right 
I said too much Wizards. We got to bring him on to talk Wizards. That's right. Hey, listen, like you said, NBA just opened last night. Let me find out Colorado is the destination for star power now. You got Coach Prime and Travis Hunter on hey, the side. Hey, trash, dog. I, I like and, what you did there. That's and trash. And then the Lakers That's get the, the Lakers That's trash. Get I know what you did there. I know what you did there. It's trash. I know you the did there, though. That was slick. That was John Slick. I ain't going to hold you. That was kind of slick. Go ahead, though. Go ahead, Ray. Go ahead. The Put Lakers got, they got worked on ring night in, in, in front of a star-studded crowd I don't, in Colorado. I don't like the I don't like the agitation. I don't like the words you're using right now. They got work. <laughs> I don't like the words. Hey, hey, right just what was your thoughts about NBA opening night, including how the Suns look without Bradley Bill? Yeah, well, the Lakers they did get smoked. I'm sorry, <laughs> your your boys got smoked. All right, I was expecting a better game to be honest with you. You know. But no, I, I think I, I, I wasn't. I, lie to you. I, wasn't. I, I thought, you know what? You, you know why I'm mad? Because I actually bet on the Lakers to win. I thought they was going to win last night. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I must have been tripping, clearly. Tripping. I was tripping. <laughs> tripping. I should have asked you. I should have asked you. I would have told you not, that's a bad bet. I would have told you off the rip. That's a bad bet. I was I was a little pissed. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, right. I'm nah, the Lakers, they've been talking shit all year. I mean, all summer. You know, they've been talking smack. They've been waiting for this game. I'm like, I feel like they're going to come out. With a lot of intensity, and I don't feel like I don't feel I feel like they came out decent, but then they tailed off a little bit, and then obviously zero points in the second half from Anthony yeah. Davis is inexcusable. Now um, we've heard all the chatter all day; it was inexcusable. We all know that. But it was more so I didn't like the body language in the second half, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like he was reacting too much to <laughs> Jokic giving him work. You know what I mean? I, I feel like he was reacting in the worst way too much to Jokic scoring every time, and then you see. Uh, Christmas ham, what he had to do and switched up and put Hachimura <laughs> on Jokic. You know, I, I'm not I'm not a fan of his rotations either. I think Darvin Ham is also an issue uh, with the Lakers right now. I know it's game one, but I know right. I'm just not a fan necessarily of his rotational decision making. But I know it's still early in the season. He's still uh, finding out different combos, different rotates, different rotations. I wasn't really a fan of cam reddish getting so many minutes as he did but maybe when jared vanderbilt comes back that's going to be something that they change uh going forward but do you want to comment on that before we get to the next thing oh i like cam, oh i like cam reddish i think cam reddish could play more actually um that, I, that meant you i feel like he was taking up too many minutes from no, no 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 he needs no no he didn't you know they gave d too many minutes D'Lo need, need, need oh, not to have any more minutes D-Lo too many no minutes. cam reddish was actually minutes. making some shots he's some three to three no they need to not play D'Lo. If you're going to, like, you can, LeBron, we, uh, look, there's only one true decision maker on that squad that they have, and they don't play. And I like the kid from Indiana, but they're not playing the kid from Indiana. So if you're not going to play in terms of the one, in terms of playing the one, there's only one decent decision maker on that squad. Or if you want to play Vincent at the one, that's fine. Like, start Vincent. That's fine, too. But you want Vincent to kind of man the second unit. That's cool. I get it. But they let LeBron run the one. and let a Cam second Reddish unit guy. Yeah. Oh, no, I let Cam Reddish run the – let Cam Reddish be one of your shooters out there because I can't do D-Lo anymore. I'm over it now. Now I tried. I've tried the D-Lo thing already. I've tried. I tried hard to. So, like, you came back, and I was like, you know what? I'm – a. you can – you could, I think you can work. There's more talent around you. All you got to do is play a particular role. But he still do that ISO one-on-one ball. I call that losing basketball in terms of it works if you're trying to be a seven seed. It works for a six seed. It works if you're just trying to get into the postseason. If you're trying to win a championship, that little jargon basketball you want to play, like that little playground style you want to play, it don't work when you're trying to win a championship. When you're playing the Denver Nuggets, when you're playing the Boston Celtics, when you're playing the Milwaukee Bucks, when you're playing the Phoenix Suns, when you're playing the Sacramento Kings, that crap will not work. That's show me, but it works. It could work against Golden State because they play freestyle basketball. So it can work when you play against them. It can work, but when you play against a team, playing against a team with structure, it will not work. And Denver has structure. 
That's why he looks a fool every time he plays Denver because they just wait for him to do some stupid yo-yo type of basketball crap. I need like look, that dude needs. I'm done. I'm done with D'Lo. Like I'm done with D'Lo. I don't. I near not to near see him start. Period. I'm done with D'Lo starting. <laughs> yeah, he. I agree with you, man. I, 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 me personally, I think he makes some bad decisions with the ball. And when I talk to a lot of people, a lot of them always say that I'm not necessarily a fan of D'Lo because his game to me is a little robotic. In my mm -hmm. opinion, I feel like he thinks before he does everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, so he's so slow. Like at I, it. Yeah, he's so slow at it, and I think he thinks at the same time. And then he, the time that he took to think, he still ends up making a bad decision. In my opinion, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I don't like the shots that he takes, and I low key thinks that I think that he thinks he's better than what he actually is. No, that's that's, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly the yeah. problem. That's yeah, exactly I think that's problem. that's his main problem right there. So I'm not really a fan of him. I don't really like his fit next to LeBron either. I personally like the Gabe Vincent uh, uh, fit next yeah. to LeBron James, yeah, even right if you that. put him with a Cam Reddish or with an Austin Reeves. I, you know, I don't mind that as well because I feel like those guys know how to play off of high-level talent. They know how to spot up. They know how to play off a guy like that. They know how to move out the way, and they mm -hmm. know how to, uh, you know, take shots when necessary. So – I agree with you. I've never been a fan of D'Lo. I'm not even sure why they gave, why they re-signed him. I guess because you know the options were particularly slim. So, I'm. A, I agree with you on a D'Lo. I'm not a D'Lo guy. Yeah. So I do, I do want to get to something that you, that you had. A, I mean, you you had yeah. posted and you you discussed. Like you have your above the rim power rankings, which is I think is pretty dope. Let me pull it up right now. Um, Appreciate in the it, all right in the West, you got the Warriors. The, the Warriors are number one. Okay, that's interesting. The Suns two, Nuggets three, mm -hmm. Lakers four. I mean, you give them props to my Lakers. I appreciate that. I don't know why I'm that high. Uh, the Clippers, <laughs> the Kings at six, the Grizzlies at seven, the Pelicans, the Thunders, the Rockets, Mavs, Spurs, Wolves, Blazers, and Jazz. Last spot in the West. In the East, you got the Celtics, the Bucks, the Sixers. Okay, the Nets, the Knicks, the Cavs, the Heat. Okay, the Magic at eight. Interesting. <laughs> the Hawks, the Raptors. The Bulls, the Pacers, the Pistons, our Washington Wizards are not last place. We're 14th, and the uh, the the the, uh, the Charlotte Hornets at 15. So um yeah, Ray, I'm gonna let's start with you. Like, do you have any issues with my man's list first? Let me hear. I'm mad you moved, but I've looked. Also, I got you back. I got you back. I got you. Look, I'm looking out for you, bro. But I'm gonna move it so we got people got to see our faces and crap. I'm gonna move oh, it. No, 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 my bad. I, 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 feel, I feel you, 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 you can, you can move it. Um, well, our, our next question to him is, is who's gonna basically or how the Kings gonna look this year because the Kings were a surprise team last yeah, year. Yeah. There's gonna be somebody who's who, who surprises the league this year. I don't know who that's gonna be. I think maybe Oklahoma City might be that team, but mm. now I think you can have an issue with it. I think there's some teams that have the talent, like the Hawks, I think got the talent to probably be higher on the list, mm -hmm. but just because their recent track record and the status of Trey and whether he's going to stay and be a franchise cornerstone or what. So I don't have no issues with the list at mm -hmm. all, man. I think I think right now Denver is looking like the front runner regardless of yeah, I'm saying. You know what I mean? who, who is trying to threaten them. But the Celtics, we talked about this last time Justin was on, the Celtics yeah. look real daggone good this year with their roster. Yeah. Um, so it could be Celtics Nuggets and everybody else. Well, I, I would say, go, 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 Jess, go, Jess, no, go, go ahead, go ahead. Well, Yo, yeah, I would, I, all I want to say is, why, why, why so much love for the Warriors? Why, what, what, why the Warriors? Is the Chris Paul <laughs> thing? I know you love Chris Paul. It gotta be a Chris Paul thing. That's why it gotta be. Because I'm like, nah, Yo, not the Warriors. Everyone, 
that's the one that everybody is coming at me about. I, I will admit, but you know, I got to shake it up a little bit. And you know, if I'm being honest, I think too many people are down on the Warriors right now. I actually like their collection of talent on that team. Now, listen, Come there is on. maybe a slight bit of Chris Paul bias, there, but 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 listen, hear me out. Every team that Chris Paul is on gets better, though. Every team that he's on gets better. They absolutely are making the playoffs, and every team that they on get gets better. And the reason why I think the Warriors are better than a lot of people think they are. It's because I think they are the smartest team in the league right now. Mm, I right. think they have the highest IQ of any team in the league right now. Mm. I think they're, they are a team that already has a system, and now their system is going to be elevated in the fact that they can run two different systems better than anyone else in the NBA. I think they're, they're one of the few teams, if not the only team, that can run two different offensive systems throughout a game at an elite level. They can obviously run their motion offense when, uh, with Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and all those boys playing really fast down the floor. And then when that second unit comes in, you know, when Chris Paul is staggered in the lineup, because I do feel like he's going to start and be staggered in the lineup and play a lot with that second unit, that's when they're going to slow down and play that pick-and-roll basketball and get quality possessions. It doesn't matter how old Chris Paul is, he always makes sure the team gets a quality possession on the floor. And that's what they need. The Achilles heel of the Warriors was what? Turnovers. Mm. What is Chris Paul excelling? Not uh, not, not turning the ball over and taking care of the rock. So that's where he's going to come in, most importantly. And then, you know, then this is the first time in Chris Paul's career that they're not expecting the same amount of production that other teams expected of him. They're not expecting him to get everybody involved. He's going to get most people involved, but it's not his sole duty to do that. And, you know, I think it's going to work. I think... Chris Paul allows everyone else in that Golden State Warriors team to do a little bit less, which is what they needed, because I feel like they were run thin last year and, you know, maybe the year prior, even though they won. I feel like they run thin and that they needed a change change of pace in their offense because they do turn over the ball a lot. So I honestly think they are an exceptional team. I know a lot of people are down on them because, you know, it's a lot of Chris Paul hate up in there. But I think these brothers – they have the will to win, and I think they have the hunger to win because they were humbled last year by the Lakers. So I do think these guys have the will to win, most importantly. So no, I, I no. like their team. I like their team. You don't have no love for Anthony Edwards, man? What's going on with the Timberwolves? My goodness. I don't. I don't. I was just talking to somebody. <laughs> you know what he said? That. I, don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't believe in them. Listen, I believe in Edwards. Ant okay, Edwards yeah. has skill, but I don't believe in the rest of that team. I never believe mm. in Gobert. I never will. You know, cat, yeah, in there, but I don't believe in the trio of those mm. three. Okay, you know, and I just think overall, I just think they're just you know a regular team in the Western mm. Conference. Now, the Western Conference from seven, some six on down, seven it's on that, down, it was really, it's really tough to figure out because I feel like I feel like the Western Conference this year did not, there isn't going to be any easy wins. Like mm -hmm. even though the Blazers, I have fourteenth. I think the Blazers are actually going to be a good team. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I like Scoot Henderson. I like DeAndre Ayton with Scoot Henderson, you know, and with a couple of those guys. I'm <laughs> here while they laughing. You know how I feel about Ayton. I'm, I'm not mad at Ayton this year. I'm not mad at Ayton this year. Got it. You got he's, it. He's, he's not playing. He, you know, he's not playing championship championship ball right now. So yeah. he can do all that. Yeah. Nonsense he, he can do what he want to do now. I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I may like him this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll be back. But, um. But I really like Chauncey Billups, too, as a coach. So mm -hmm. that's one of the people why I really believe in the Blazers. So even a team like that, I feel like they're going to give a lot of teams a tough out. So I think this season will depend a lot on injuries. And I think, honestly, the West can go any way, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Those power rankings that I had can be shaken up in any way, shape, or form. But I think a lot of people are down on the Warriors as a whole. I think people are loving the Suns right now because it's an easy pick. 
Obviously, the Nuggets are an easy pick as well, and the Lakers are an easy pick, but I think the Clippers will surprise some people. I think Kawhi's going to play a lot more games than people think. Yeah. Uh, Paul George will. Russell Westbrook is ready over there. I don't think they're going to trade for James Harden because I think they're going to like that unit that they have right there. And it's going to get interesting in the West, man. Grizzlies, I think people are sleeping on them. I think they're the most underrated team in the West mm-hmm. uh, thus far. I think they can overcome John Morant for 2025 games. Mm-hmm. We'll see, hopefully. And when he comes back, I like I like that team. You did like so you did you did mention uh, like Ray mentioned to me now Ray mentioned uh, like the Kings being a surprise team last season. For, yeah. So for you in this list, like so, who is your surprise team? Mm, surprise team out of nowhere, in, like like came out like the, the the Kings came out. The Kings were like like they were it. Like they were one that they like, finished and wanted their conference, won the division. Who was your team? Like who was that team this year? The Brooklyn Nets. Okay, I think I, I, like the, I think the. I think the oh. Brooklyn Nets are going to surprise a lot of people at least. Like, I have them – people already gave me heat for having them fourth in the East. I really think they're going to be, uh, you know, fight for home court advantage in the East, depending on what happens with the 76ers because now they're a little iffy. Nobody knows what they're really going to look like when James Harden comes back, uh-huh. and no one knows if James Harden's heart is in the season. I mean, I, I don't think so. But, you know, I think the Nets, I think they're a, a slept-on team going into the season. Now, it does all depend on what Ben Simmons is going to give you. And Lord knows, nobody knows what Ben Ten is about to give right now. I, I had, I had a a, a a a segment on my show on if we think Ben Simmons is going to hit three threes this year. I don't know, fellas. What do you think? Three threes. Yeah, three threes. I only gave him that three. Man, that, that fool ain't shooting no three. This <laughs> is terrible. Shoot no three. Five years in a row, he can't even hit more than one three, and it's only in the last. Five years, I believe Look, he's only hit two threes total. In warm-ups, in warm-ups, he will. He'll, he'll shoot on warm-ups. Which is ridiculous. But <laughs> I think, I think though, as a defensive team, I think that's what's going to propel the Brooklyn Nets. And I think because they are a long, athletic, you know, talented team on a defensive end, I like Jock Vaughn as a coach. And I think the sleeper breakout, one of the breakout uh, <laughs> candidates of the year, I'm a list I'm going to put out in a few, uh, I think it's going to be Cam Thomas. I think Cam Thomas is. But well, you know he don't play him. He don't see. I was with you. I know, but he he played tonight. Oh, Vaughn playing? He's playing that. He gonna yeah, burn because that dude he hates minutes, him. He had fifteen points in seven minutes, brother. I love Cam Thomas, man. I want Ray love him because Ray loves Cam. He loves Cam Thomas. That was my who? The, the Wizards drafted Dag on uh, what's the boy name from Gonzaga uh, with the headband? Oh my, oh my god, my god, Crisper, Corey, Corey, <laughs> Corey. Anyway, uh, Corey Kisper. Yeah, Corey Kisper. Yeah, right. yeah. He's a little mid, to be honest with you. He's mid. Anyway, I'm sorry. I went back to the Wizards. Did he deserve that check? Say what? Say Denny Yeah, did he deserve that check he just got? We just talked about that. Um, It's cheap, so I guess yes. (laughs) That's that's what I'm at with. Yeah, well, today's, 14 million a year by today's NBA, yeah, because you know trash dudes get a lot of money. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. no disrespect, not trash. Trash in in relative oh, to yeah. NBA players, not to like <laughs> real real street ball players. They they, he, they, would, they would they would kill me. Don't make them come after you. I know they would kill me. Like I ain't gonna hold you. They would kill me. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, I don't. I'm not the biggest Denny fan. So I tried though. I try to be a Denny fan. I'm just not the biggest Denny fan. But it's wild though. But to your point, so I think to to your point, I do think the Nets are. Like they are that team to me. I, I, when I saw your list. I kind of looked at that as the Nets are that team to me because I think to me Ben Simmons from all the stuff I saw in preseason, Ben Simmons looks ready to be Ben again. Like he just to be. I know people want to shoot threes, but he has the confidence to to be Ben. Like we just need that Ben back. Forget. I know we want him to shoot the ball. We want to be a little bit more aggressive, but 
at least that confidence to know he can make plays with the basketball. He can kind of have that that swagger on the court. That's like get that bend back because we didn't see that bend. You know what I'm saying? And folks would say it's due to injury because he had back issues or whatnot. Yeah. But we don't. But I, from when from what I saw in preseason, like he looked it like he loved basketball again. And I don't think from watching him in the, like the last couple of years, I don't, I don't think he loved basketball at that time. I like the Pacers. Yeah. I think the Pacers are going to be really good. You think year, so? Right? Yeah. yeah. What, what what do you think they're going to do realistically though, Ray? You think they get just, to the playoffs? I I think I think elite. I think they'll be somewhere in that play-in definitely, and they'll make some noise, man. Um, now mm. could they be higher than that if they let Ben Matherin continue? I love to Matherin, make plays, dude. man. I love Matherin. Um, to, tonight against the Wizards, he looked like he was better than any other player on the Wizards. <laughs> no, he does. <laughs> um, he, I think he's just that good. I, I'm a fan of Halliburton. Um, I think yeah. Miles still got something in the tank, man. Miles Turner. We've seen him play many. I mean, we've covered him many times. Mm. I just feel like they got a solid young team, and they don't. They not scared mm. of nobody. Like mm. I feel like they could blow any so, team out on any given night. Let me ask you this, right? Are they better? Are the Pacers better than any of these three teams that I'm gonna name? Okay. The the Heat, the Hawks, four teams. The Heat, Hawks, Raptors, or Bulls. Are the they better than the They better than Raptors. I think they're better than the Bulls. I think they're better than the Hawks. I don't like. They just gave the Hawks a lot of love before. No, no, I, I didn't say the Hawks. I, I, I did. I did. I did. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. Okay. I said the Hawks. You think you think the Pacers are better than the Raptors and the Hawks? I think no, no, the Raptors the and the Bulls. I said the Raptors and the Bulls. Oh, Raptors and the Bulls. Bulls. The Bulls are tricky this year, man. Is, I, I, is, is Ball playing? Because I know he was talking. Is he no, 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 he's not playing. Oh, no. Okay, oh, yeah, he was out. talking crap. Okay, yeah, he's out. He's out. He's the Bulls out. are tricky because you know they could blow the whole shit up by the deadline. You know if they're playing pretty poorly, or you know sneak in and actually win some games if Demar Derozan goes crazy because he can do something like that. They picked up Javon Carter, you know. Uh, they picked up Tory Craig, uh-huh. but they relatively kept the same team intact, you know. But they always have a lot of injuries, so they they're a little untrustworthy. Uh, the Bulls. So I don't know. I feel like the Raptors. You know. I, I never like to count the Raptors out. I Nick Nurse like is gone, though. That is true. That is true. Nick Nurse is gone. That is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what yeah, Nick, about the Nick Nurse was a big deal. Nick He's a big deal for them. The Raptors, I don't, I'm, oh, well, I'll say this. The Raptors never really intrigued me. But I guess Nick Nurse coaching mm. always intrigued me because he's mm. a good coach. I've tried. I, like, I look at the, I mean, Barnes is good. Like I, the I is not sexy. The it's not. It's not, it's not a sexy. Yeah, it's, it's not. not. And then they got Schroeder it, over there now. Schroeder. Yeah, there. and you and you and you, and you lose Van Fleet. You know what I mean? The trade off. I don't know. Like I just feel like yeah. I don't. I don't know if they're gonna be as good as we've seen or compete the same way, right? Because they mm-hmm. always competed, regardless of what their talent was. They've always competed. Yeah. Um, Chicago. Chicago intriguing because I always feel like I feel like Chicago has talent. Like I do think that. Like you got Vucevic. You got uh, DeRozan and Levine. I like Levine. I've, Ray knows I've always liked Zach Levine. I'm telling you, man. Chicago is weird, though. Huh? Chicago is weird. They're weird, though. I agree. They're weird. I don't. I, I think. I think Detroit and Indiana are the teams that. Like, I think Detroit. So I think Detroit. Detroit. I think Detroit gonna shock some folks. Detroit they gonna do what? What are they I'm gonna do? You, what watch, are they gonna do? Watch Ivy. Watch Ivy. Watch Ivy. I'm telling you, watch. Fifteen games. Come on, watch. man. They gonna shock what? some folks. They're, Monty gonna get them dudes right. I'm telling you. I, hey, hey, hey. Like you bias. Like you bias of a Chris Paul. I'm biased for Monty, bro. Monty gonna what? take. Oh, oh, oh. DMV. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Well, damn. He should have came and coached the Wizards, man. You'll be happy about that. You'll be happy about. 
I, I don't know about those pisses, man. I don't know. I like Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham is solid, but he's not a he's not a leader. Yeah, twenty one, bro. Cade Cunningham got twenty one. You know, I don't. Yes, I don't care. Ray knows. I don't be careful. I don't care for Cade Cunningham. Ray knows that. I be like, I don't know what's. I don't know what's good no, about this it, game. It's not about. It's hey, not about. Him. He's all right. You know. <laughs> yeah, twenty one though. I'm getting credit though. He's he, look at the magic though. The magic. The magic. How's Markel? Markel killing? Cause Markel. That, that, that Cole Anthony's. He's killing tonight. I know, bro. He kill be kill beast. Cole Wiseman playing? What's going on? I thought Wiseman playing. Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah you're Wiseman, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He ain't playing. He hurt. The Hawks are yeah. up by one Not on playing. the road in, in Charlotte tonight. Just FYI, man. It's just it's open tonight, though. It's open tonight, it's man. That's what happens. Open tonight. But but the Pacers look real good. I guess they do. They, they <laughs> wax the they wax the Wizards. One thirty right? one thirty two, but they all playing against the Wizards. The Wizards man. though, they waxing the Wizards though. They waxing that sorry ass far. So hey, hold on. <laughs> but yeah, so. So real. So also, all right. So I'm gonna ask you then. Like, so who do you have? Like, who do you have coming out of the coming out of the East and West? Then we talked about it. Ray mentioned Boston. Ray mentioned Boston, and said Ooh. the Nuggets. But who do you have coming out the coming up going to the finals? Uh, coming out the East, uh, is definitely gonna be a battle between obviously the two powerhouses. But mm -hmm. me in particular, I'm going to Celtics. I'm going to Celtics coming out the East. I just think their lineup like is just too complete. I agree. Unless they have a major injury, if this team is going into the playoffs, they're just too deep. They're too stacked. They're big. They're skilled. You know, they're athletic. You know, they 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 can shoot. You know, they got it all. You know, they can play big. They can play small. I really like uh what the Celtics are bringing to the table. So. I think they they are actually going to be an excellent team, and on the west side, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Warriors. <laughs> Golly, come on, Josh! <laughs> I want Chris Paul to get a ring too, but come on, buddy. <laughs> Listen, I think that's what it is, man. I'm 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 going to Warriors. I think I think they I think they're the team right now. Listen, I think when it's all said and done. Uh huh. They're gonna be the team standing. I think they, they always know how to win in the playoffs, man. And adding All a guy right. like Chris Paul, you know I want Chris Paul to win a ring before than anything. You know I want my guy to win a ring. I can tell. I can't. I can tell. You I know I want to win a ring. I, I gotta shut a lot of people up, fellas. I know I, I can tell because you just, just I gotta shut them up. It's for the street. I need him to win for the street. I'm gonna be honest for the street. So I'm going Warriors, man. Warriors Celtics man. finals. I love, I, I, I love man, your loyalty, bro. I love your loyalty, man. You have been loyal to Chris Paul since I met you, man. I am not lie to you. You hey, are a loyal I don't, dude. Yo, I don't, I don't fool, man. You know that's that's just how I live my life. I'm a loyal I, guy, man. I don't, I can tell, I don't fool, man. I, can I keep tell, it a buck at all times. You know, you've been my guy since the start. You know what yeah, I mean? You've been my guy. Yeah, exactly. Come on, man. I'm loyal to the soil, fellas. Come you on, man. It, so, so, so before you get out of here, bro, what you think about yeah. the NBA trying to save the All Star game? Going back to the old format. The whole weekend is a is a problem for many fans. They could care less. The dunk contest is not what it used to be. And now it's like, okay, we want East against West again because the whole we're gonna play a pickup game and they have Elam in it and it didn't work. What I think about the East and West All-Star format going back, I think yeah. the NBA needs to cut the check. Because I don't think I know if y'all saw last year. I've been said this from last year around the East around yeah. the All-Star game. I had the clip that went out around East around the All-Star game. I said that. The All-Star game needs to go back to East versus West. I'm tired mm -hmm. of this mm -hmm. captain shit, picking teams. <laughs> it was corny to me. We need to, we need to create some sense of rivalry, some type of rivalry, some type of, you know, East versus West when shit mm -hmm. was real. I don't mm -hmm. know what this was now, all this friend picking captains. You know, I'm picking my friend. This is who I like in the league. You know, I don't want to hear any of that. East versus West. 
They need to create some type of competitive nature, some type of yeah. rivalry, some type of loyalty to your conference or wherever mm. you're playing at. So I've always been a fan of East versus West. That's when the All-Star Games actually meant something. And I would love to see them go back to wearing uh, your own team's jersey I like in the too. All-Star Game. Like that that might be solid. Let's take it back to 96. Let's take it back to 97. Hey, uh, that's when it was oh, real. Come yeah. on, fellas. That was you know a dope one. That was a dope one. Real. That was one of the Come best on, ones let's bring ever. that back, man. That Adam Silver needs to cut the check. Go on my page and look where I, look where <laughs> I did that clip from last year. Cut that check, AS. Come on, man. Hey, man, I want to give a shout-out to my man, uh, my man, Jess, man. Cam Rez, I mean, Cam Rez, Cam Thomas, 19, and Ray, too. Cam, 19 minutes, 31 points. That man, that man got 19, 31 points in 19 minutes, bro. He, he, Break he out. Has a, he has an it factor, bro. I mean, you saw that in college, bro. Like, he feel like he can score from anywhere on the floor. I, I would not be shocked if he just step over half court and let one go this season because he's just that good, man. That's my guy, bro. man. He should, he should be in Washington. <laughs> he should be. He should be. He should be a he starter should be. somewhere. He shouldn't be, be his minutes. There was no be. way he should have dropped. He dropped. He dropped too far, man. He should have been top 15 at least, man. You got Corey Kispert going ahead of him, man. Come on, man. Yeah. And leave Corey alone, man. Corey cool dude, man. They was trying to get all the Gonzaga guys they could, man. That, hey, man, you hate no Corey, bro. I, I don't like I don't like the hate, dog. Leave Corey alone. Corey, all right. All right, so listen, this is this is the last question before we let you go, Jess. Right, who is your MVP, though? Who's going to be MVP, man? Don't say Chris Paul either. No, no, no. Come on. You know that's narrative driven. If if yeah. I had it my way, you know, he already been robbed. So yeah, no, I think yeah. it. But um no lie, I think it's gonna be Giannis. I'm not gonna lie. I think it's gonna be Giannis this year. Mm. I think you know, I still think he's a safe pick. You know, I hate to go a he's pick safe, like no. that because I feel like it's safe. But mm, I yeah. who I would like to see win, to be honest, who I think is gonna win is Giannis. Who I would like to see win is Jason Tatum, to be honest. I think mm. Uh, Jason Tatum should he's be close. the guy. I think he's going to have the wins. Obviously, the team is going to be up there in the standings. I think if he plays 70-plus games, you know, averages uh, – I mean, he could average 30. I think he could get 30. 30, oh. 8, and 5 because he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot more now, creating, playmaking a lot more. If he could get 38 and 5, you know, a solid percentage, 47, 40, 47 or 48% from the floor, I think Jason Tatum could get that MVP, and I would like to see him get MVP. So that would be my pick for my heart, for mm -hmm. who I think is going to win, because, be you know, it's a narrative-driven award. I think they're going to give it to Giannis. No Jokic, though. No I, I kind of think he's going to get it. That's who I think is going to get it. I think it's going to be Jokic. Yeah? yeah well, he, he, he put a strong Because if B got it last year, because if B got it last year, and that the whole narrative was like he shouldn't have got it. So I feel like Nah, man, I'm not giving it to Jokic again. No way, man. I'm on strike. <laughs> Strike if I see Jokic get that again, man. That's ridiculous. I think he's going to get. I think because MB because everybody was like he should have got it last year and MB got it. So I think they're going to try to pay. They're going to try to pay that joint back. Especially start doing triple doubles again. Here he got one off night one off the rip. Like I'm just saying. Like and plus that finals put him on a different level in terms of like basket. Like how folks view him now. That finals put him on a different level. His performance put him on a different level. Everybody's now starting to recognize how vicious he is. You had Shaq talk about him on a whole. You, you heard I heard Shaq talk about him like he about to be one of the greats of all time. Like, third. yeah, but another MVP, bro. Another I'm, one, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm. There's another. There's another. You talking about narrative? There's another narrative with the Joker, bro. There's another one, man. There's another one. I hope not. Right, who you think MVP gonna be, bro? Before we, before uh, we go, so man, I got, I got Jokic, man. I'm sorry, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, he too dominant. Like Anthony Davis was one of the best up and coming guys. Shaq said that's the closest thing to me in the league, and he makes it look easy when he plays against Anthony Davis. Like that's not, that's not easy. It's not yeah. easy at all, bro. Like 
like we talked about a football game weeks ago where it's like you pick one you can get it you can get it you can get it and that's what he does every team whoever checks me you can get it you can get it. like there's nobody that can stop them and he not even that athletic that's what's crazy that's about annoying, him. Yeah. That's <laughs> he, he gets whatever yeah. shot he wants I mean, he finds the open guy. He makes the right pass. If you play with him, he resurrects your career. Aaron Gordon is resurrected <laughs> on that team, bro. Like, you ain't lying. He saved Aaron. He saved that man's life. That's where Chris Paul should have <laughs> went if you want to get a ring before he could retire. He <laughs> he, that man went to Golden State. Nah, that ship is still my dude. <laughs> you got to play with Steph. Nah, like, nah, you got to play with Joker, bro. He, don't, he ain't turn the ball over like Steph. Nah, yeah. you got to play with the Joker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's different, man. I'm with you, though. I mean, it'll be him. Giannis, I just feel like Dame is going to – I just have a different opinion. I think Dame is going to be so trill. It's going to kind of cancel out Giannis for uh, some strange reason. So? I think. Yeah. Giannis I think is too dominant to be canceled. He is, but I think Dame yeah, is going to be, be real, man. I think Dame is going to be real. I like what, what you so said real. about Tatum, though. It's just I think Tatum Tatum looks so relaxed now. He looks like, man, I got a squad. Like, I don't he think happy. he feels like he got oh. carried a load. So, he, he going to have – I think he's going to have his most balanced season where – he might have up to, you know, there you go. He might average up to six to seven assists a game because he just gonna feel so good about the, Man, he the, be, he the playmakers around him. He don't got that much work either. He don't want to do that much work either. He want to do that much work. Five, man. I think that'll get it done. Thirty-eight and five, twenty-nine and five, something like yeah. that. No, I think he good. I definitely think he good. I think I think Tatum has a good chance. I think Drew's gonna do a, take a lot off his plate. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna, and he gonna get easier buckets. I mean, this is actual. Drew is an actual point guard who does everything that Marcus Smart was doing in terms of strap. He's an actual yeah. point guard. So I just think it works yeah. out perfectly fine. Hey, man. Hey, Jess, man. Thanks for being on, bro. Before we let you go, man, let our listeners know how they can catch you on um, catch you on social media, catch the podcast. You know I me. Mean? Plug anything you got to plug, my man. Yeah, for sure. Well, fellas, I appreciate the invite, of course. You know, it's always love. Definitely when I come on the show, appreciate you, fellas. Definitely all love from my end. Definitely. Um, yeah, Definitely want to catch out the show above the rim podcast. Find it anywhere. Follow me on Twitter at justblaze underscore five one three. Check me out with Wale and Ray. All of them come on my show. I'm getting to my new guest list for the whole season. So awesome, make sure man. I make sure I want to have you fellows on. Where y'all get to spill, talk some wizard shit on my show. Let's see how that goes. You know what I mean? Like I don't even like talking about that team, bro. I know. <laughs> no, I gotta do it. You know I gotta do it, man. But um, I, don't know. I apologize. Hold on, I do like talking about them. Sorry, I forgot. I covered them local. Come on, come on, come on now. You know we gotta talk some John Wall, Rose Ball. We gotta talk something. Over exactly. Mole knows I got multiple jobs, man. I can cover the Wiz, but I, I have declined the assignments. <laughs> for now man, I don't blame you for that man I don't blame you brother I don't blame you at all I don't blame you one bit but yeah thank you for the invite fellas I appreciate you of course man alright man thanks just appreciate you man no take fault, it, man. no doubt brother. take it easy alright all right, my guy my guy hey man just is cool man great talk great basketball talk I love talking about the NBA I'm glad the NBA is here I missed it I'm not ready yet, but I love college basketball, and that's right around the corner. So I gotta get. Hyped I just felt like college basketball has changed, dog. It's not the same, like the uh, not the that what we talk about college basketball. The other uh, main, like the whatever you want to call it, like the like, like the narrative around it. It's different, man. The players don't the, the good players. I don't know, bro. It's just different. Yeah, I mean, it's not no like more. you got multiple stars or whatever. They don't that stay in school. Top picks. Yeah, I mean that that might be true, but it's just, transfer portal. It's the way they, making it weird. The style of play, the way yeah, they play the true. game. I can watch it at any level, man. You could be mid-major. You could be, I don't, I don't care, junior college. I can watch right. it because you play so hard because you still have that fire either to make it to that next level 
or you playing so hard for your school because you still love the game. But the NBA, man, sometimes you can tell when folks are taking time off. Oh, I agree. I you agree. know what I mean? It's just a different style of basketball. Um, I so I, I I love college, period. I think opening night in the NBA, you get people playing hard. Uh, I think after that, it kind of gets a little you – know, It, it, it varies. And it's hard it to play. It's hard but I think play. Christmas, it picks back up, though. To it's your hard point, to give Christmas you maximum effort, 82 games. I, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. But at the same time, man, um, college players feel like they don't have enough time. And the NCAA tournament is right – Right next exactly. to the Super Bowl is the top uh, event in the country. It's the best. You know, you, I, I agree with you. You already yeah. know how I, I feel about that, too. You already know. Hey, man, this has been a dope show. Hey, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Also, follow us on Twitter or X, excuse me, follow us on X at Urban Sports Scene, IG at Urban Sports Scene, and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe to the Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. Click the red subscribe button and like this video. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. We really do. Oh, for, I forgot. Also, check out the home of the Urban Sports Scene, Amplifier Media at AmplifierMedia.com. And also, this, this show can be found also on the, on the podcast DC app. Download the podcast DC app to hear all of the Amplifier shows, as well as other great content. This has been an amazing show. Good guests. You know what I'm saying? It was a long show. We've been going overtime for a minute, though, bro. Real talk. Yeah, it's all you know, good. It's all good, though. We appreciate the love. Appreciate the guests. I, we got a comment before we leave out. Yes, oh. sir. Appreciate you, dude. No hey, doubt, man. Always in the building, bro. Oh, he actually had one more comment, too. He said, uh, after opening night, I don't watch until February. <laughs> I agree. Opening night, it'd be the only, it'd be, it'd be lit opening night. But after that, December, I agree with that, bro. I do. I do. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's a vibe, right? It's a vibe. That's what they say. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Anyway, you've been listening to the Urban Sports Scene for Iges. Yiddig Deuces. A mega. Lead us out, big homie.